1: Hey everyone, it's Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Hope you are all doing well, enjoying your weekend, and uh, as we get set for the Christmas holiday here, the Cincinnati Bengals actually are mathematically still alive for the postseason, if you can believe it. With a 6-8 and record, the Cincinnati Bengals are still alive. And uh, they beat the Oakland Raiders today by the score of 30-16. to Wasn't the prettiest game, obviously kind of expected, given the fact that so many Bengals starters were out of the lineup. But, uh, you know, they held strong. The defense played a much better brand of football. And, um, you know, they did what they were supposed to do and uh, took care of their uh, home finale, if you will, against the Raiders. And uh, a lot to take away from this game. Uh, Number one, Jeff Driscoll really struggled today. Um, Sub 50% completion percentage, uh, only 130 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, I see Deborah Shields first comment here only one because Oakland is terrible. And yes, Driscoll is uh, Driscoll had a real rough day and the last two games combined he has thrown for about 300 yards. That's two game total, not not a one game total. So, um, not not great in terms of what Jeff Driscoll provided today. And uh, you know, they're there were other positives you know Tyler Boyd we don't know exactly how severe the knee injury is at this point but suffered a knee injury you know in the second in the second quarter there but eclipsed a thousand yards got a touchdown on the day really really good uh um you know good day from him from from limited snaps Joe Mixon two touchdowns and in his second straight 100 yard game he is very close to 1000 yards on the season should get that next week and uh so you know and, and he's got two games to play, so uh, we could be seeing a, a you know a really nice end of the season surge from him. I think the question is, what what does this win mean for the Cincinnati Bengals going forward? I see a, I see a comment from Greg Brown Jr. Haskins Haskins Haskins. Um, you know, uh, what exactly? Uh, what exactly does this mean? Did Marvin Lewis save his job uh, with this win, much like he did last year? And and with the Bengals theoretically being alive with two games left to play in the season, even with a subpar record, is that enough for Mike Brown to make an excuse to say Marvin Lewis is coming back? Um, I don't know. Vincent Jones, we need to be very aggressive in the draft and free agency. We have no identity. Uh, totally agree on all of those fronts. I don't think that the Bengals will be aggressive in either. Unfortunately, they have never been. Um, they will probably continue their same path and hope to get certain things out of veteran rental deals and free agency, um, extend certain guys that they have that they want to make sure that they keep. Tyler Boyd being one of them, obviously whatever happens today with his injury uh, will probably play into a potential, um, you know, you know, potential extension and all of that. So, um, I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how, how the off season plays out and how these next two games play out. Because if they win out, if they're kind of in the mix in that final week, uh, if they especially beat the Steelers, I think that's going to be enough to keep Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati to finish out his contract at the very least. If they do not, um, and the Bengals maybe end with six wins, um, and they, if they get swept by the Browns, that's going to be a big a big thing for Mike Brown. He, he does not like Cleveland and, uh, you know... I don't know. Uh, Evelyn Flores says, go get a good coach. Matt Nolte says, get rid of Marvin. I mean, I think that's, you know, at this point, that's kind of the chorus. But we don't know what Mike Brown's mindset is at this point. He could uh, he could stick with what they have. He could lean on the injury excuse. He could, uh, you know, once again point to the late season surge here. And, and I don't know. But at least, you know, after all that's said and done and after how terrible... This one and seven stretch coming into this week was the Bengals got a win, and even though it's in all likelihood not going to happen, that they will make the postseason, they are still alive with two games to play. Um, it it might, uh, you know, if it depends on this afternoon though, as we sit here on Sunday, depends on this afternoon because the the Steelers play the Patriots, and that has big indications um, if they. If they beat the Patriots, or basically if they win a game, uh, they have a very tough stretch of games coming up. They have the Patriots to on Sunday. They have uh, the Saints next week, and then they obviously close with the Bengals. So um, <clears throat> I don't know if they uh, if they lose out. You know, the Bengals have a shot. Baltimore won today, which does not help, but they are uh, they are still alive. Anyway, um, going back to maybe what changes need to happen. I'm seeing a lot of stuff in here. Um, you know, about head coaching. I'm seeing a lot of stuff about Hugh. Hugh's going to be Hugh, uh, the head coach. I see a lot of people talking about Eric enemy the Chiefs offensive coordinator, and actually former Bengals running back, potentially being a guy that the team looks at. We'll see. Um, that does make sense. And I, I think an outside perspective, a fresh perspective definitely makes sense. I, I don't mind if Hugh stays with the Bengals, but I want Hugh... I would want Hugh as the offensive coordinator if he's going to do anything or continue to be an assistant. I don't think placing him at head coach is going to be the answer to anything. Um, It's kind of going to... I mean, he may have some success, but I think it's going to be very similar to the Marvin Lewis tenure, and I think we've seen um, enough of that. Emilio Ravello Jr. says, I'll take the win. We showed showed great effort. Absolutely. That's, you know, for how poor the effort was... Oh, during much of the one and seven stretch, I will say these past two weeks against the Chargers and against the Raiders showed a lot of high effort. Now, not a great execution because unfortunately you have a number of backups playing um, and playing high, you know, a high amount of snaps. But uh, you know, I mean, uh, the effort levels there—they've kept it close. They haven't stopped. Uh, they haven't stopped. Crying, and that's good to see at this point in the season when the when the season seemed to be a little bit out of control. So um, I don't know. Uh, who do I want as our head coach next year? Uh, it's a good it's a good question. I mean, there's unfortunately the guys that are out there. It's kind of pros and cons to each. There's not kind of the clear cut. Yeah, I want that guy, uh, Eric Bieniemy. I think that's nice in theory and I think he's very uh, accustomed to the Bengals culture being a player here. Uh, so I like that pick, but he's never been a head coach in the NFL and, uh, you know, that that's a little scary, so and, you know, who knows exactly what they're getting there. There's some interesting college names. I saw somebody talk about Urban Meyer. I, I kind of would stay, stay away from that for a variety of reasons, at least for now. Um, I see Larry Bruce Kirby III saying Mike McCarthy. That one interests me, but McCarthy, you, ha- you you sit here and you go, well, McCarthy, good coach, or inherited Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and that's why he has a Super Bowl ring. So, um, that's like I said, there's a lot of either-ors or, uh, you know, pros and cons to a lot of different names out there. I just know, I mean, if you're to me, if you're going to go with Hugh Jackson, if that's kind of the thought process, you might as well just stay with Marvin for one more year, let him play out his contract, see if he can get something from the veterans, like one, one magical year, give him one more shot with a healthy Joe Mixon, a healthy A.J. Green, a healthy Andy Dalton. I mean, at that point... If you're going to go Hugh Jackson, you might as well stick with Marvin Lewis. It's kind of the same thing. Um, otherwise I think an absolutely fresh start would be needed. And, uh, I think that that's the direction they should go. Um, the, the question that comes with whatever, whoever comes in and whatever head coach comes in here is how much power will they be given? How many resources will be allocated to get them what they need to win a championship? Um. And I don't. I we've seen Mike Brown not always give enough on that front, so I don't know exactly what he would. I don't know exactly what he would do uh, with a new coach because he seems to trust Marvin. Uh, he seems to trust the duo of Marvin and Hugh. So I don't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Charlie Cup. Maybe there's an exhaust leak in my car. I I don't know what that means if I'm. Maybe I'm not making sense, but I think I'm making sense. I think I'm pretty sensical, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I see uh, Deborah Shields once again talking about Dungy, Cowher. Uh, yeah, that's not happening. Um, anyway, Bengals are still alive. They beat the Raiders 30-16. to Kind of ugly, but still got off the schneid got to win their final, uh, their final game at home. They got to win in front of a very sparse crowd. Um, you know, I, I think that's kind of deserved at this point. I hate to say that, but, uh, it is what it is. The Bengals are six and eight and still alive with games remaining two big division games remaining against the Browns and the Steelers. If they win out, the Steelers lose out, and uh, if the Ravens now lose out, that that could make things very interesting. What's also interesting is are the teams in front of the Bengals, um, Indianapolis, Miami, those teams. Uh, you know, they're kind of in that eight-win range as well. Yet those are teams the Bengals have already beaten. So if the Bengals end up with a similar record to some of those teams, that that'd be uh, pretty pretty interesting there. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what else to say. It was it was nice to. It's a nice feeling to watch them win for the first time in such a long time. But um, you know, there's there's a contingent of Bengal fans that wanted to see them tank. They wanted to see them not win games and get a the highest draft pick possible. But. Um, you know, they didn't want to give up. They didn't give up on Marvin Lewis, and they got a win today. So, um, as of now, they'll probably be picking in that 15 to 20 range. We'll see how everything else plays out. We'll see how these next two weeks play out. We'll see how the rest of the games play out this weekend. But, um, you know, for now, like I said, the Bengals are in the hunt. However realistic or whatever you want to make that, that's the case right now. They kept it alive by winning today, and... Um, I don't know. And Jaden Jaden Baird, no. I, as I said earlier in the in the cast here, no. I, I haven't heard much on Boyd's injury. Usually the Bengals don't comment on that until uh, a Monday or Tuesday, and stuff starts kind of coming out on that. Uh, you know, over over the next couple of days. Hopefully he comes back. I mean, at this point. You can't really lose many more guys. I mean, I keep talking about how the Bengals are alive in the playoff hunt. You can't really keep losing more guys and still kind of say, oh, they're in the playoff hunt, they're in the playoff hunt. If, if Boyd goes down, that's that's going to be a huge loss for this team. And uh, I don't know. Um, but as it stands, the Bengals are six and eight, and um, they are traveling to Cleveland next week. Cleveland had a nice win on Saturday evening against Denver in against the Broncos in Denver. So uh, you know they're 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 kind of on a streak there. So, but if they can beat the Browns and they can beat the Steelers, that uh, is a nice ending to a season. But it would depend on how you look at it. You know, it's a nice it's a nice ending to a season, but. Uh, it also affects their draft plans. So, I don't know. Uh, keep it to CincyJungle.com for all the news, updates, opinions, analysis coming up. And uh, check out our podcast that we do every week. We'd love to have you join us live and or download it uh, through the website. We appreciate all your feedback. We appreciate uh, all of the comments and tuning in here on Sunday afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, hopefully some of you are starting to get some time off here with the, with the holidays coming up. And uh, enjoy if I if you do not join us <laughs> for some of these before the, the the Christmas holiday. Have a great holiday. Have a great Christmas. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you on the Cincy Jungle Boards and on Facebook. Here, I'm Anthony Cazenza. We'll see you next time.